Welcome back to Level Up Crypto Show. My name is Tyrone. Thanks for coming back and listening. Uh, Level Up Crypto Show is where we pretty much just sit around and talk about some crypto. I'm going to give my buddy Corb a call again here in a second. And we'll talk about... uh, Talk about some passive income, I'm thinking, and uh, I got to get this guy a mic so he can, uh, he'll sound a little better over the phone, but right now, all I have is his phone to give us the clips for him, but at least he can hear the show, and he can kind of hear some of these videos I got, but um, yeah, let me give him a call real quick here. What's up, Corb? You're uh, you're being recorded right now on the Level Up Crypto Show, so hopefully you're you're ready to uh, spit some fire for me here. I got some sound effects to play here here in a second. Let's see what do I got here. I got uh, this one. hear me now yeah i can hear you yeah we gotta we gotta get you one of those uh one of these fancy mics and uh get you on zoom it'd be a lot more fun be able to see you and stuff but uh we'll figure it out so man so big big times you're big balling it now huh (laughs) big balling i don't know about big balling well it was definitely one of those weeks where you're like, ah, I should have bought right now. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, you always do that, but you know, what you're looking at, I guess, is already down quite a bit. So, you know, it's hard to pick the exact spot, but. Yeah. You know what I noticed with, uh, I've been watching it uh, a lot because I've been trying to think if I want to jump in or not, but both those, uh, so if, Anybody, I'm jumping right, I'm jumping the shark on this one, but anybody uh, that's into passive income, they'll know about the strong nodes. And uh, what would you consider Olympus? That's like a... It's a DAO. Yeah. That's the name of the... There's a bunch of DAOs coming out. Olympus is kind of the first leader of the pack. Some of the code that the other DAOs use is based on Olympus. And some of the other ones come up with their own, so... Um, yeah, Olympus is kind of the, the first, the de facto of DAOs. Yep. I noticed a lot of them, there's two or three now that are copying, I think, the exact thing. They just call them different. Like, I heard, a, I was looking up Wonderland. Yeah. There's a couple other ones that, uh, they're basically knockoffs of, uh, of Olympus, but what, I'm trying to think of what you would consider, what you would call that as far as, uh, a D, it's not, it's not DeFi, um, and it's not really a staking protocol, but you are staking. I think it's like DeFi 2.0 or something like that. Huh. Isn't that what it is? Um, yeah, I've tried yeah, to... Th- well, Olympus, Olympus is staking. What? Olympus is staking. It is Olympus staking, is yeah. Uh, yep. So you go on their 
you know, portal and you go and stake your doubt Olympus. And, uh, you just, you know, it's one of those things you just put it in there and you just leave it. I mean, if you have enough to like buy a whole bunch and you can gain, you know, decent amount per day. I mean, that's the ultimate goal is to have a certain amount per day. Yeah. That passive income is so attractive. Oh man. So, so like Olympus, if you put, I think if you put like one, um, Olympus home in, in a year, you'd have like 40 something. Hmm. If you just leave it there. Yeah. It says, says here it's Olympus is an algorithmic currency protocol. So, mm-hmm. uh, also called a, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. It feels like there's some, there's some term that they use for those type of, um, coins where you're, you're staking your liquidity and it's like, uh, cause they're, they're are they loaning that money out? Yeah. They're like, giving they're yeah exactly they provide yeah. liquidity for companies who need it yeah or something like that but um and then um you probably explain it a lot better than i can but that strong node's interesting because that's actually we're always talking you and i have talked a couple times now about mm-hmm. uh, you know these cryptocurrencies and them having some sort of function that's used you know it's not just a you know, a yeah. coin that people like or whatever, it's actually has a function to it. Yeah. I mean, strong nodes, you know, node that processes, I guess, transactions, you know, and it's a virtual node. They used to be um, a physical node, what I understand. Um, and you'd have to have them at your house. And then yep. they went virtual, so they're just in the cloud. And so you're just buying, you know, essentially a virtual node that processes transactions. And they have all these nodes that processes. I think Ethereum based transactions and they process a certain amount of ETH per day and then that's distributed to all the the node holders. And you know, right now I think it's almost point one per day per node. So the more nodes obviously in the long run, you know, the less you'll get. But I mean it's obviously early it's better to be early in that type of thing. Um so, so yeah, with that's, that's strong. with Olympus, do you uh, kind of similar to your um, uh, man Saitama or whatever? Do you get some with Olympus? Do you get some certain like a reflection? You get a certain well, amount for each transaction that they make, or is it it's different? Yeah, it's, it's different. They just give you a certain percentage, guaranteed percentage. Yeah, it's not. I say it's not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed, but there's a certain percentage that's more stable, I guess. Right now, for Olympus, around you know eight thousand percent has been stable for a while, um, and so that's the interest that it basically pays you for staking their their coin. You're essentially the people are essentially providing the liquidity for because they're staking it, and so that that's like almost like the treasury of stake, and then that's you just holding their coin in their portal and all these people, because they have like 90% staking because everybody wants that payback. Yep. So the people provide the liquidity and then, you know, the companies use the liquidity. So, yeah. So it's not based on like how, you know, how many people, cause it's not really a blockchain that's used for uh, business or anything. Right. It's just more of the li- liquidity. It's a, tre- it's a treasury. 
Yeah, it's like a it's a liquidity thing. Okay, mm-hmm. well, that makes and there's a there's a bunch of them popping up. Um, Heck is another one more recent. Hex. Um, Heck, ATC. ATC. And so it's kind of like Olympus, but really early. Um, you know, I follow a number of people on Twitter and that kind of group of people that does a lot of passive income. And some of them have been talking about it. Um, they had an AMA today and they kind of, you know, I guess docked some of their people or just kind of, you know, said, hey, this is who we are. Um, but the project looks pretty good and looks legit. Whoa, it's up 40% just in the last 24 hours. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. wow. Yeah. Look out. I got in on some of that. Nice. Um, and uh, basically staking, yeah, staking. I'm actually messing with bonding right now, figuring out the bonding mechanism on it. Um, the bonding, early in a project, the bonding has a higher percentage. So what you do is you... You basically bond it for five days. You can't move it. With staking, you can take it out any time. But with bonding, you have to leave it in there for five days, but it gives you a higher percentage back, essentially. And so, um, it, you know, the, the investor benefits there. And so, yeah, but, but it's locked for five days. So anyway, Hack is the, is the newest one that I've put in on. A little bit just to see see how it goes but their their current percentage right now is um their staking percentage apy is 648 thousand early so you'll get a high apy early and as more people get in and as it starts to balance out your api will, or apy will lower yeah that's um, and, uh... and you know some of them are trying to you know have a basic the code where it's doesn't get below a certain level um, or they're shooting for a certain level. I mean, Holmes is right around 8,000 right now. I don't know if that's in their code, but I heard one other one talking about they're going to try to have their bottom at 10,000 percent APY. Proxy, Proxy's a new one too. Uh, DTT Proxy, Proxy, their APY is going to be minimum 2,500%. So, yeah, a lot of stuff coming out with those. But Proxy is a little different because it has more of a um, it seems like a different kind of use case than than Hector Ohm. So it's interesting to look at that. So. Yeah, it looks so. like uh, Heck. That's H E C. Will be the reserve currency of Phantom. Yeah, so you got to get on the Phantom network to get it. Interesting. It's a little, it's a little tricky. So what I done is basically um, use my Binance.us account, purchase some Dai. Move my die to my MetaMask on the Binance Smart Chain, and then go on to Spooky Swap, and they have a bridge on Spooky Swap, and you bridge your your die on your on your Binance over to the Phantom Network. So basically, it just moves it on onto your Phantom Wallet. But in in MetaMask, you have to go ahead and add the Phantom Network into your MetaMask. So it has that? Wow. Um, and what, and then, yeah, so the bridge basically bridges the, the Binance to the Phantom. And during that process, you have to have your Binance smart chain open. So it's reading that information. And then after it says complete, then you kind of go back over to the Phantom and you wait for it to show up. 
And then from there, you can go ahead and enter the, the hex dashboard using your phantom on your MetaMask and, and you're staking your bonding. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a really new one, too. That's pretty much just kind of... Yeah, and Phantom is so cheap because transactions on Phantom, you have to have some Phantom on the network. I went, there was some uh, thing out there where you could go on to like the Phantom Discord and get a, it's called a faucet, and it gives you just enough Phantom to make your, you know, your first trade to get money into your Phantom account. Because in order to make your first trade on any of these new ones, you have to have something in the account on that side, and you can't get it without some kind of faucet. Maddox the same way with, or Polygon Maddox. You have to get a faucet or somebody to give you essentially, you know, some phantom or, or poly to get on their networks initially, and then you can start trading. It's a little tricky. Wow, that's pretty wild. Yeah, so we're sitting. I'm um, uh, sitting on Coin Market Cap. It's November nineteenth. It's like eight forty-seven p.m. and uh, Bitcoin is at fifty-eight thousand four hundred eighty-eight. We had a pretty Pretty wild week, though, huh? Wild couple last couple days. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, Bitcoin's been going down. The market's kind of been going down. Um, you know, kind of watched it the last week, basically go from what sixty five to you know fifty six or fifty seven. Yep. Yeah, everything is in the red in the seven day, except for you know a few. Definitely those. Um, those gaming coins seem to be the only thing that's kind of saving you. If you were invested in anything right now, you're just kind of having to hold on. Well, basically, you know, I mean, yeah, some of the, some of the altcoins were doing pretty good. Um, they actually dropped more percentage. A lot of the altcoins drop a higher percentage than the top blue chip stuff. Um, the blue chips are up today though. It's been a nice recovery day. Yeah, twenty four hours definitely looking looking like it's it's gaining it's gonna gain it all back. I mean, we we all know that, and you know that. You know, I was uh, it was funny today because I was on you know looking on Twitter. I have you know follow a bunch of people that do with crypto, and there's, mm-hmm. there's uh, one girl's on there, and she basically like called it out a couple of days ago. Like, here the lunar eclipse is coming up. You know, <laughs> this uh, this is this, and this is that. You know, the whole astrological thing. And wow. After that, Bitcoin will start to rebound, and you'll see the thing. And then Raul Paul posted something about, and he showed like, you know, some graph from 2017 with Bitcoin and or Ethereum, and how it's going to pop back up just at you know at the bottom of this little drop here. But where's the bottom at? So two two things on Twitter I saw that kind of pointed to, you know, that the most interesting one was the whole lunar eclipse because that was last night. That's fascinating. And, and you huh. Wouldn't you know like uh, Bitcoin kind of recovered. I think it has to get maybe 59. To kind of maybe pop out of this little funk, but it's close. So that is wild. So she she bases her investment uh, predictions on the moon, on the stars. Yeah. What the? Oh man, <laughs> that's awesome though. I like it. That's something I've never uh, I've never heard of that angle before. That's yeah. Great. Are you on Twitter? No, I still haven't got on Twitter. Dude, I'm telling you twitter's been like my best source of new finds hmm. hands down just getting following the right groups of people and just getting you know even like this old you know star lady or whatever just groups of smart people you know, <laughs> you know, 
and they feed lots of good information in your Twitter feed. I mean, there's lots of crap out there on Twitter too. You, you know, got to kind of know what you're looking at. Yeah, that's just like social any any internet really. You gotta you gotta do some filtering. Yeah. That's that's funny though. I've never heard of that before. Huh? Interesting. That that alone makes me uh, more intrigued than you know you've you've called some stuff out before and it's and it's been been right but that that one <laughs> the astrological stuff super fascinating to me that makes me want to get on just because of that huh. right yeah I'll show you who I'm following too just in my text as well that's funny <laughs> oh. so do you still uh, did you have to liquidate uh, your portfolio to get into these uh passive incomes that you because you just jumped in last week right yeah i jumped in last week um no we made some moves here to make it happen oh wow man you got the whole family on board then i got the wife on board because she saw you know how decent i was doing on just trading in the DeFi world you know mm-hmm. my coinbase account and i was you know doing stuff there and that's you know okay percentage but then I started trading the DeFi and the huge gains that we were seeing. And then me researching the, the passive incomes and trying to bet some of that stuff and then talk to her about it. And we're like, well, you know, I got money sitting in savings, doing nothing, not getting shit. So, you know, how soon do we want to retire? You know, you take a chance, but you know, it like won't kill you. You know, like if you lose it all, it's not going to be the end of the world. Yeah, that's that's impressive though, because you're not the only one that I've heard that has gotten their their uh, female spouse to sign on to it, and it's basically by seeing the dollar dollar signs is what kind of got them to go. You know, because yeah, norm- that's one thing, but you know, seeing your bank account's a whole nother. So, yeah, um, huh. you know, we'll that's awesome. Have to see where, we'll have to see where it ends up, but I mean, you know, in the short two months. Mm, my, it's uh, been intense. That's awesome. Uh, so how? So do you got to you got to wait a full seven days before you see any money back, or how's that usually work with with strong and stuff? Um, basically, it pays out daily. So okay. I can go into my strong account and look at it, and it just really is just giving you, you know, like the strong. It gives you point one per day. It just adds it to your account there. Wow. And then you can go and claim it. And you're ready, but you don't want to. When you claim it, though, you got to pay Ethereum fees. So you got to make sure hmm. it's in there to be worth it to claim it. So I figure I'll wait till there's ten strong in there, and then I'll claim them, claim them, and then I'll build another node. So a month yeah. and a half, a month and a half, I'll have enough enough for another node. Wow. Or is it a month and a half, or is it no three and a half months? Sorry, three and a half months. Wow. So you've uh you've gotten at least a, a half of a strong token then, huh? In the last, cause you've had it for at least five days. Um, yeah, that's awesome, dude. Wow. I didn't realize that you, you could actually see it every day. Yeah. That's cool. Huh. Just like Olympus, just like tech, you can go in there and look and see how much it's grown. That's um, awesome. Yeah. And you know, with a lot of these DAOs, it, it depends on basically how many coins you have is how it doubles. So the earlier you get in on some of these, the better, because if the coin's, you know, $800 or whatever, like Olympus is, and you get a couple of them, 
you know, it's going to take you a, a while to get that back. So like on Hex, this project is so young and it's moving in the right direction. I like what I'm seeing. So, you know, getting the number of coins you want early to help build that faster later is, you know, part of the key. Because, like, you go into, like, Wonderland time. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and they're, what, $9,000 a coin or something? Something crazy? So, I mean, as long as that value stays up, then I guess, you know, it's all a percentage game. But early is good because, you know, the market cap right now in Hex is $32 million. Okay. I think what the market cap on Ohm is like $1 billion. Yeah. So that's... What does Hex got to own value because everybody likes what it's doing? Hmm. You know, what kind of what kind of game is that? On top of coin gaming, you're also making more coins yourself. That's some wild stuff, huh? Wow, that makes me. Uh, I'd, like I said, I'm a little little jealous, buddy. That's uh, that's awesome. Yeah. The, the Olympus one's the one that's most doable because, like you said, you don't even have to have a full token to exactly. stake exactly. and at least start so, seeing something. Just, you know, uh, overall in the year. Olympus, if you put one Olympus out in and kept the price the whole year, you're going to make more money than you would in Strong, I believe. Because Strong, it takes you a while to build up some of those nodes because Strong is like a node game. Once you get in and you start compounding the nodes, more mm-hmm. nodes you get to you can compound them, um, then, then you're making more money. So it's like, you know, but you need a minimum, so it's tough. But if you throw it in home, it's still going to, you know, I think, yeah, like I said, one ohm in a year might get you forty something ohm. As long as you know eight hundred bucks, and you started with one. As long as you held it for the whole year, assuming you know the market stays good and the percentage stays up, then you know. So if if you're, gosh, yeah, that's something I'm gonna have to. Because if if you buy, say, you bought one one ohm and for say just make it easy a thousand bucks and you're sitting there and you keep it all year but say it goes down to you know cuts in half 500 mm-hmm. you're still going to have those tokens it's just going to be worth those tokens are worth less each one but you're still going to have up to 40 in a year off of one Wow, that is crazy. Because if, especially if you're doing it the, you know, like kind of like we're talking long term, uh, you know, we're not jumping in and out real quick here. We're, you know, long term in this. And that's assuming the percentage stays at three thousand. It's been pretty solid eight thousand. I haven't seen it just below that, but it's designed to basically, you know, protect your investment. Huh. So. Yeah, that's that's some wild stuff cuz I I know I'm definitely in it for the long term on all these and I'm talking 5 plus, you know, 10 years type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just it does seem like as long as there's no, you know, some uh, you know, scam potential or someone does something shady, you know, I don't think you know, these type these type of uh coins are going to go away, these type of blockchains because more and more people are 
you would think getting into the uh, passive income angle and if you know Olympus is kind of the you know the the most popular one I guess the more people I did read that somewhere that the more popular and more people get in it that less you get less payout yeah but uh if more people are getting into it that means that there's it's value will probably go up so it almost you know i don't know if it would really even yeah i mean yeah the more people are putting into it essentially yeah the value will go up but the people who have been there the longest are going to gain the most oh yeah with a big bigger lump of you know dollars oh yeah and as long as you know it stays stable and you know you're doing different stuff with it use it there you know like strong basically they're expanding to other networks like avalanche um, I think they might hand over to Polygon. So um, they're going to, and they're going to be easily moved over to 2.0. So there's more networks potentially coming on soon, um, trying to expand out. And we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. you the, the fear, I guess, would be if, say, like a Wonderland, something, a clone of Olympus pops up and people take it off Olympus and put it on, you know, like a newer one that's supposedly supposed to pay out more. But in my mind, you know, it seems like this one's got more legs. I mean, it's been around, you know, long time, really. It's been around since I think April or something, right? Olympus or even a little longer. Yeah, they've been around like last, or last, uh, last August. Okay. Wow. Whole year then. Okay. So, yeah, they've been through the bear market i believe yeah that's wild um i'm you know uh not to maybe you're right march yeah because it's pretty new but it's definitely not like any of the other the clones of olympus or those are like brand brand new like less than a month type of thing most of them huh because i you know i i still got uh a decent portfolio in you know uh, altcoins but at this point you know i'm thinking i need to liquidate uh, at least a few and then at least try to get in on one of these uh, ohms and kind of get it going but i have to say that it's not a easy process to um, no. do all that stuff so like i might have to be hitting you up i'll try to set up an appointment or something <laughs> see if i can hit you up and because uh, that that's a it's a scary process too, you know. You're you're uh, you're playing playing with a lot of money, and then you got to pay your gas. You got to pay pay gas fees on the Olympus. Yeah, yeah, you do. And that's why that's why I think for you know people who you know only have a certain amount, you know, heck, is, I don't know. It just seems like the poor man's Olympus Dow right now because. Huh more affordable to get into because you don't have to pay the gas fees. Think of, think of how much more you could get in there if you didn't have to pay the $150 gas fees. But the, um, that new one, uh, heck, that one, it's it's almost twice as much process though, right? There's it, You have to deal with the process, but it's going to yeah. be cheaper. You're going to get more because it's all, you know, I don't know. Yeah. You got to get as many coins as you can. Huh. But, all right. Well, you definitely can. Yeah, I mean, you need. Do you have your Binance.us account set up? Yeah, I got that set up, and um, so you need to get some cash in there, and then wait for five days. Figure. I mean, and the thing is, you'll only probably lose maybe 
ten dollars total hmm. in transaction fees all the way across the board. So can you with Binance uh I'm assuming it's just like any other Coinbase type of thing where like if I have like just the taking that example of that synthetics I can tra- can I transfer my synthetics coins into Binance? Uh, and then, and then, assuming they're on the Binance network, what network is your synthetic on? That's an Ethereum. Yeah, no. Okay, so it's got to be non. These are this is the Binance. Binance is pretty much Binance network stuff. So gotcha. that's the BEP twenty. Yep. The, the old one is BEP two, but twenty network. Okay, well that answers that one. So, if I, what about like, because um, I could send my synthetics somewhere trade it for like a stable coin and yeah. then maybe move the stable coin to Binance? Um, what you would do, what you have to do is, you, yeah, it's, no, because it's still on the Ethereum network if you trade it somewhere. Wherever, wherever mm. network you trade on, that's the network of where you're um, still going to be on. Mm. So what you have to do is you have to bridge it. So there's, there's different programs. I, I bet you Uniswap has a bridge, but you might have to pay, you know, expensive Ethereum fees to bridge it over. <laughs> it's tough. Once you, it's like once you have it, that's what I'm dealing with proxy right now. Once I bought it on Ethereum, but they're probably going to stake on Polygon, so I got to go buy it on Polygon. But the uh, you got to bridge it over. So okay. I haven't bridged from I haven't bridged from Ethereum somewhere. So what you do is you have it on your MetaMask to go and bridge it to your finance network. On your MetaMask. Hmm. MetaMask is like the middle bank that you control. And you put the stuff on the network you want it on. I say Binance. Uh, MetaMask. Hmm. All right. Well, jeez. Huh. Does that make sense? That's all. <laughs> like, well, no, it makes I'm sense. Sure. It makes I sense there. Can I just push a button and then it just go there? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, purchase now. Yes, that's all I want to do. <laughs> right? Oh, buy this. Go. Yeah. No, you're the bank now, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like the the broker. Yeah. <laughs> you're the broker in the bank. <laughs> exactly. Interesting. Yeah. It's crazy. Um. Yeah. Well, I got a um. I got a couple interesting. Um. Unless you got, if you got some more uh, altcoin stuff, I definitely want to hear about it. And then I got some interesting uh, kind of Bitcoin related uh, clips queued up. But what do you got? Any other uh, altcoins that you've been looking at or thinking about? You know, I looked at one this morning, right? And I'm like, oh man, because I go into Coin Market Cap, and you can go on there and click like recently added. Have you seen that? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So if you go into Coin Market Cap, you click. Uh, oh, I see. Recently you know, added. Okay. Click on recently added. Okay. Uh huh. And I'll go in there, and you can see everything that's been added. You know, in the last twenty four, forty eight hours, maybe in on the first page. Nice. Uh huh. I see. And I'm looking I kinda, at them. I kind of cruise down that list and look for anything that looks legit. Pissing cat is. Do you think that's legit? Yeah, that's totally legit. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so I'm cruising down there. All right, and this is crazy because this is just this morning. So if you sort 
I, I like to sort by fully diluted market cap. Okay. See the, lowest, the lowest market cap. And I'll cruise through those ones that are under a million and look at those real hard. Huh. And then I'll cruise up to like the next section I'm cruising. Anyway, so go on that list and find artificial intelligence. Mm, okay, I'm looking at it. Holy okay. moly. Yeah. This morning, that was the number one that stood out for me this morning. And I didn't have any finance to purchase it because I was already, you know, whatever. I didn't want to trade anything else to, to purchase it. I've been waiting on these transfers to happen. So I'm in there at 7 a.m. So look at the 7 a.m. price. I would have probably bought it at least 100 bucks worth at 7 a.m. And it's 10x from 7 a.m. So that 100 bucks would have turned into 1,000. Huh. And how do you, I guess it tells you where you can buy it on a lot of these, huh? Yeah, it does. It's right I see. At the top, it says Binance Pan- Pan- Contract. It's on the Binance Network. It's like yeah. the easiest one. Pancake swap. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Pancake swap. I could have swapped it easy for 100 bucks worth it. I don't have been 1,000 bucks right now. Those are the kind of plays that are out there every day. Wow. Okay. Well, this is, that's a good tip right there. At least, at least just to, cause it, you know, before you're putting money down, you're eyeballing stuff and it takes a while to kind of get the hang of it. But that's yeah. a, that's a good little tip right there. Huh. That's just a little scouting, you know, uh-huh. what's new, kind of cruise the list. Sometimes, you know, some, some of the same stuff hangs on the list sometimes a couple of days. I think Point Gecko has a viewer too. I don't know. I, I personally like the coin market cap interface better. That's just me. Maybe I'm more used to it. Um, but yeah, that's a little something I do every couple of days. Go through that list, look for the low market cap. And oh, that's cool. It does tell you. I see what you're saying. It says what blockchain it's on. I see. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. And look at most of them are Binance. Mm-hmm. And Binance has the most shit coins. So there you go. How many shit coins are on that list? A shit ton of shit coins. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Cause, uh, wow. Okay. That's, that's probably why Binance coin is, or Binance is doing so well. And, you know, just in general. Cause if they're yeah, the ones coming out. But they're also less, um, I don't know. They don't have. Like the overall Binance network doesn't have to maybe adhere to the US stuff, so it's a little more free than like Ethereum stuff. But mm-hmm. there's junk points on Ethereum too, don't get me wrong. But. Yeah, because I mean, the majority of these new coins are Binance. You know, probably 80% of the, at least this list I'm looking at here of 20 coins. Yep. Wow. A couple of them Solana. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. Huh. Oh, this is really, that's a really cool tip right there. Uh, that's value right there. Valuable <laughs> tip. I like it. Huh. Yeah, just getting used to the tools, getting used to using them, figure out where you know, where you, you know, strong. I can be strong at it. Take full time. Take yeah. Time. My problem is I'm I'm very much still stuck in the kind of just the Bitcoin. Uh, yeah, you're on the blue chip side yeah i I almost don't even like there's been times i just want to put it all like take it all back out and put it all into bitcoin and just say screw it because you know i know taxes you know it's much easier just to do that with taxes i don't have to worry about it i can focus on you know one thing you know trying to get this uh crypto concert uh currency consulting kind of thing going with the boomers and you know the people that 
you know, I still know a little bit more than they do about it. It's, it's really hard to be informed on all this stuff. You know, it's very difficult where, you know, if you just hone in on, you know, Ethereum and Bitcoin, it's definitely easy, but you know, I've been, you definitely look and it's like, I don't, I mean, Bitcoin's going to be around, but you know, you wonder about Ethereum, you know, in say five years or so, you know, Ethereum's dominance is going to be, you know, I mean, it's going to be so much less. I yeah, think, it's hard to say. I mean, you know, Ethereum 2.0 could come out and it'd be awesome and be cheaper and then people are loving it again. So, um, they need to step it up for sure. Because Ethereum 2.0, I guess, you know, bombed out a little bit. Then. It seems like it's all about the fees, right? So, unless if they can figure out the fee problem with Ethereum, then they'll be able to. Because that seems that's probably why all these coins are coming out on Binance, is just because it's so much easier to have people invest in their. Yep, yep, yep. Startup or whatever. Binance is the poor man's network. <laughs> yeah. Huh. It's just way, you know, and it's only in the last like four or five months, I guess, that it's been getting more and more expensive. You know, there's there's one guy at work. It's kind of cool. I think I may have been mentioning to you. I was talking to him and kind of brought you up and stuff. And that's he pretty much only buys on uh, Binance. Okay. You know, where you know you typically, you know, most people I know, it's going to be Coinbase or Crypto dot com or whatever. But yeah. he's all about. He sounds like he's kind of similar to you, where he's all about you know putting a hundred bucks, you know, every couple of weeks, putting a hundred bucks here and there in different. Uh, startup ones yep he was all bummed that's the goal right is to put, put it when they're young and then you know you can take your money out after double triple quadruple whatever but it's so young and there's not much room it can go down if you really took it you know which looks like a cheap project you never really know so you don't want to throw a bunch of money in there but you know if it does decent and if you're buying it at a million dollar market cap then you know if it hits $25 million market cap, which is a decent, you know, a decent start. They do it all the time. That's, you know, that's 25X right there. Yeah, he was all pumped, bragging about his uh, Shiba. He uh-huh. knew that, I think he said he had bought, you know, in the beginning, not in the beginning of the year, but definitely, you know, early in the year, he bought, you know, tons of Shiba, and he was saying he was up, this was just uh, like a week ago or maybe even a week and a half ago. He is talking about, he was up to $44,000. He was all stoked. And then I talked to him just today and he goes, yeah, I'm, I'm actually negative now <laughs> or something like that. This, this oh, must, really? yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't think he was, he said he was just about even, but it was a little bit down from one or, you know, the amount that he had put in before. Maybe it was it was probably three weeks ago that he said he was up that high when when sheep was so high I think but yeah it'd be mm-hmm. tough man because you gotta you know you want to sell that's that's my thing is like something like that where that's a lot of money to you know off a you know five thousand bucks or whatever jeez huh yeah, yeah. anyway. Okay. But, all right, and then uh, I got to, this is kind of an interesting um, conversation. Have you ever heard of the guy named Jordan Peterson? He's like a, uh, I think he was in a uh, 
professor kind of guy. Um, he's definitely not a Bitcoiner or not a crypto guy. Okay. But the discussion's fascinating. I think you'll probably recognize um, some of the voices here because he's talking to crypto guys and they're they're basically talking about how, in particular, Bitcoin, how you mine it and how you end up seeking out like really cheap energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, the discussion kind of is, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be able, we're going to be able to follow it, but he's basically talking about how you can take, you know, this energy that would normally be not really usable. You know, you can't really transfer this energy through pipelines or core or wires to someplace that needs it. But with, um, you know, Bitcoin mining, and just mining in general, uh, crypto mining, that you can actually extract energy from an area that's remote and then take that energy, you know, now it's in Bitcoin, and use it, you know, as a, a stored energy type of thing. It's kind of interesting. Hmm. Let's see. Okay. Let's see if you can hear it. Uh, which is, you know, lower than most rates everywhere in the world. So if you have a source of energy that is isolated from the grid, or if you have a cheap way of securing energy, then... Bitcoin is a great uh, way. Mining Bitcoin is great, but for the most... So does that mean that Bitcoin is a very good way of moving resources from places that can produce electricity very cheaply to other places where electricity is more expensive? Does that actually make the electricity, the cheap electricity, it makes the cheap electricity much more valuable? Absolutely. It's, uh, it, this is... Weird. That's a weird thing. It's, it's very weird. I think it's going to have a very profound impact on the global energy market because for the first time in history, we have hmm. a way to sell energy that is location independent. So a lot of places in the world have a lot of energy, but it's very expensive to get that to the population center. So the north of Canada has an... So you don't need wires. Exactly. Jesus, that's weird. That's a really strange thing. Yeah, to get electricity from the north of Ontario to Toronto really needs a lot of wires. Or you need to, you know, if it was gas, you need to put it on tankers or on trains or in pipelines. All of that stuff is pretty expensive. But with Bitcoin, you just need an internet connection. You take the Bitcoin miners to where that energy is, and then you can monetize that energy and turn it into Bitcoin. Pause it here. Pause it here. So the first part of that immediately jumps to my mind is that, one, they're right, right? Like Safedine is explaining that you don't need to take Bitcoin off-site. You don't need to actually move it. So you take the transportation cost down to zero, and now you can actually sell it to the Bitcoin network that's, right there on-site, which drastically... That's uh, uh, Pompliano. I'm sure you heard of Anthony Pompliano. Yeah. yeah. This is his show. Okay, but uh, it's it's just a, a really fascinating, um, you know. It's definitely particular to uh, crypto mining, you know, um, mm-hmm. proof of work type of um, blockchains. But it's fascinating how you know you can you know the a lot of those, uh, and I think they're like uh, volcanic. You know, um, they're usually re- in remote areas. You know, people aren't living next to volcanoes type of thing, but you can extract that energy, you know, and then take that, that mined uh, Bitcoin, you know, back to the, you know, the civilized world or whatever and cash it in type of thing. It's really fascinating. Right. Uh, that's that's true. <laughs> and it, and they're, you know, what's weird is they talk about how, uh, you know, you can, it kind of, you know, it actually kind of helps the, the grid out in a lot of ways too. It's, it's, 
was kind of fascinating. I thought that was a weird, um, weird way to think of it. And something that, you know, I don't know. It's, it's hard for, you know, a lot of people to wrap their mind around that one. Yeah. I'll have to take a closer look at that video. You have to send that to me. Yeah. That's, um, this was posted, uh, I think. Jordan Peterson, Anthony Pompliano or whatever. Okay. So it's kind of weird because it's Anthony Pompliano's YouTube page from the 17th, but he is watching a video from, oh man, he's watching a video from someone else that's interviewing this Jordan Peterson guy. And he's kind of like a, uh, Jordan Peterson's kind of like a free market, uh, libertarian type guy. And I can tell he's really getting into crypto now because he sees it as this, uh, this way to get around, um, you know, uh, I don't know how you can even say that imperial controls, you know, like, <laughs> uh, the fed, you know, the federal reserve and all these gatekeepers, you know, the bankers and all that stuff. And it's kind of a way for people to kind of get around these gatekeepers that have been really holding back society and not, you know, let, you know, basically putting people into debt and you know how all that goes, but yeah, I mean, it's just been, I don't know. That's the coolest thing with crypto is that it really opens the, you know, the potential for someone in the middle of nowhere and say, you know, South America or Africa or, you know, Asia, anywhere in Asia, you know, where they can actually just use their cell phone and an internet connection, you know, and if you, if you can trade on Binance, like you're doing, you could actually make money, you know, doing that kind of thing where, you know, normally you'd be struggling to, to make money, you know, in any other traditional type of, you know, work. It's kind of a, it's definitely a cool thing is like kind of is able to pull people out of poverty a lot of ways too. Oh, for sure. I mean, I've heard that, you know, People in Philippines or whatever they, uh-huh. or you know, I mean, people all over the world. But I don't know. Some read something on Twitter that, that a lot of you know a lot of people in the Philippines play like Axie Infinity or those types of pay to earn games to huh. make money because they actually pay out decent, you know. Yeah, and to make a living. Decent in, in their in their place, you know, in, in America it might not be, but mm-hmm. it's just different different currency, different deal. So they're you know like. Play enough acting infinity and make a living. That's cool. Yeah, I, I don't know. I wish I could pull it up because uh, I feel like it's um, like when you look up the average human's daily income. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see if I can see it. Oh, the average human like around the world. Yeah, it's like a. It's really. I want to say it's like fucking under a dollar or something. Oh, I don't doubt it. I mean, you know, so like when you look at it that way, you know, of course, you know, it's, it's not enough for us, but most people don't live on. uh, Well, based on the area you're in and what the history has been, you know, uh, or whether you were kind of a more, I don't know, how how far advanced are you in terms of yeah, because I mean, all all you really need, you know, the cell phones are super cheap. You know, um, internet's not cheap, but uh, a lot of places have they'll have like a free, free Wi Fi or whatever. But I don't know. It's just a, it's one of those things that I got a couple buddies, and I got one buddy in particular that 
is very anti-crypto because it, you know, he's like, ah, oh, it's too much energy and it's a waste of, you know, resources. And, and I always get mad at him because I'm like, dude, you know, that's nice, nice for you to think that, you know, when you already got everything you need here in America, you know, you got your bank account, you got your bank, you know, like we're 50% of the world doesn't even, they're unbanked. They don't even have a bank. That's the liberal stuff that, you know, they talk about, oh, Bitcoin, you know, it takes up so much energy. Or all these cryptocurrencies are eating up the energy in the world. They just don't understand it. Yeah. It's unfortunate, too, because this guy's a, a network guy, you know, kind of like, you still doing that? You're still doing IT stuff? Yeah, I do. Nice. Yeah, he's he's like a big wig uh, network uh, management guy, and it's like I always give him crap because I'm like, dude, you could you could be mining just about, and because I'm always pushing him just to mine even a crappy coin like Raven Coin or something. Just mine that, you know, because you got all these computers laying around. It's not like, I mean, it's <laughs> super simple, and may, yeah, maybe it's not gonna. And he, his whole thing, we were just talking about it this weekend. He's like, well, it's, you know, it's not worth it. You know, you only make, you know, 50 cents a day or 30 cents a day. And I'm like, well, dude, that's today's. That's the value of it today. You right. know, w- w- you know, if you're keeping it for 10 years, you know, and, and if it's basically free anyway, I mean, it's not like, it's not like you're mining Bitcoin that actually does take, you know, a significant amount of energy on some of, you know, some of the computers at least. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Mining's like, you know, been around for a while. A lot of companies are just coming out with their coins already minted. You know. Um, yeah. Well, there's there's definitely the that's the proof of stake mm-hmm. style. Yeah, which it seems yeah. almost like it almost seems like that one's taken over more How many than coins minted these days. Bitcoin, Ethereum. What else? Uh, there's a Zcash over here that's still minted. That so maybe the more pure like currencies are still minted, but the blockchains are more, you know, the other way. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't think there's any new. I haven't seen any new projects come out that are like a proof of work. You know, mining. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're. I think they're almost all staking or. Because I, I would be, you know, there's, like I said, Raven coin. There's that Sai coin, S-A-I-C-O-N. But those are pretty old. Those have been around a while. I, like, because I'm all about proof of work. You know, you show me a new a new coin that's coming out. And if it's proof of work, I'd be all about it. But, but proof of work means you have to have something running all the time to do it. So right. Working at that rate. Yep. Or, I I guess proof of stake is more like you're you're staking your bet on somebody's idea, and if it works out, you make money. If it doesn't, you don't. Or if it's crap, you lose your bet. Yeah, as far as I know, the proof of stake is pretty much like Olympus is a good example where you're. It's a liquidity. You know, you you lock up liquidity, and that's how it how it generates. Yeah, that's how the company forms. Yeah, that's. Come out to have these great ideas, and it takes the backing of the people to provide yeah. that liquidity in order in order for them to get going. Some are further along; and they've provided their own liquidity, so they have a good idea when they're come out. So their you know their value is a lot more. 
um, when they enter the market. And some of them are brand new and they're just like, hey, let's throw this out there and see what happens. And they make it too. So, yeah, it's crazy. And then um, I do have a clip, but I don't, I don't know if it's as interesting in in the crypto sphere as even what we've been talking about. But it's uh, Michael Saylor talking about the different types of investments, um, different types of investors, I guess I should say. And there's, have you seen that one where he's talking about the four different kinds of investors? I don't think so. It's pretty simple, but. I almost don't. I almost think it's more interesting. The name of the person? Was it this? Which one? This next one? Yeah. This is just. This is Michael Saylor again, or Michael oh. Saylor here. Okay. Michael Saylor. Yeah, you I know. Like you know him talking. Yeah. <laughs> there are four types of investors. There are savers. Those are people that want to save money for a hundred years, and I want to give it to my grandchildren or I want to endow a park to last forever. There are the investors. I want to invest in a company for 10 years. I'm going to buy Apple stock in 2010 and hold it for a decade because I think eventually people will like this iPhone thing. When you're an investor, you're, you're betting on a portfolio of risk. You're taking risk. When you're a saver, you're converting weak assets to strong assets. I'm taking my dollars and I'm trading them for Bitcoin. I'm trading my bolivars in Venezuela for dollars. I'm trading my pesos for dollars and maybe my dollars. If I don't want to buy Bitcoin, I trade my dollars for land or my dollars for gold or my dollars for collectible artwork or trophies or sports teams. I'm I'm creating something which will not be debased by currency expansion. So savers have a long time horizon. They're risk adverse. Investors have a mid-time horizon. They take some risk. A trader is trying to guess. Uh, they're, they're managing a portfolio of risk derivatives, first and second derivative of risk. Will Apple beat their numbers this quarter? Will the 10-year interest rate move faster than the 30-year interest rate? You know, is there more demand for Bitcoin in Tokyo right now than there is in Singapore right now? Right. Uh, You're trying to get in between two things and you're arbitraging it because you're a trader. That's a shorter time preference. You have to have proprietary models, proprietary liquidity information or lifetime of interest, lifetime of experience in that. And then the speculators, they're like, I went to Vegas. I bet on black. I won. I bet on Dogecoin because Elon Musk was going to go on Saturday Night Live. I thought it would go up. I thought it would go up That's kind of what 3 we're doing p.m. Here. and 5 p.m. <laughs> on the day when that it's the... going on. It, you know, it, maybe you can trade that, but you're, you know, maybe you're speculating that. If your micro strategy, our strategy is to acquire and hold Bitcoin. We're a property, a, a property. Yeah, I don't, I, it's almost like I feel like I'm in the middle of a speculator and a saver which is probably sure. that's the opposite spectrums though that he's talking about where the savers long-term slow growth, but uh, you know, where the speculators looking to make it big kind of off of something hot. Sure. I and, think you have to do both, right? I mean, you have to have your saver stuff and then yeah. you your speculator stuff. Yeah. So you're, you're balanced. I mean, that way, you know, 
You're not over-speculating, and then you're poor. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I wonder if I'm screwing myself over by doing that, though. So I'm, I'm kind of wondering. Just I, I feel like, you know, you know, you're, you know, I don't know exactly your portfolio, but you're, you're definitely, you know, kind of more on the cutting edge of of these things versus uh, holding on to something like a blue chip type of thing, and that's where I kind of feel like I. I need to dip my toes more in the, uh, you know, the fast moving river of uh, crypto versus the, you know, the pool of crypto. That's kind of, it's not really moving real fast, but right. You know, it's definitely a little more safe. Maybe I don't even know if it's more safe though. I'd say overall I have, you know, a third in the blue chip stuff. Okay. And like, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana, you know, Cardano. And then with this recent, you know, strong thing, I probably have a third in strong. Actually, I've kind of increased my doubts. So maybe maybe I have like a fourth in <laughs> in uh, in blue chip and then a half in DAOs mm-hmm. and then a quarter in, you know, speculative plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, you, you're definitely in the more riskier you know, you got most of your plays kind of on the risky side, huh? Um, yeah, but I don't know. It's I mean, all definitely, definitely. Then, then some of the newer stuff. Yeah, I, I guess anything new is risky. Dows are risky. Yeah, I mean, Crypto's, it's all general. Risky. <laughs> it's all risky. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I'm uh, picking a little bit because it really is all risky, but. Mm-hmm. I, I just yeah. it's basically telling me that I need to I need to be. You know, not stupid, obviously, but a little more risky on um, on this stuff because there's just so much to gain. Yeah, you know, that's like, uh, like you said, it's wild. You can ten times your money in twenty four hours on a lot of these. It's yeah, cr- it's so mean, crazy. And what, 10, 12 hours today on that one. Hey, Twelve hours, <laughs> crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I was fifty fifty till about a week ago, and. Yeah, I got into some of the doubts. So that's awesome. That's so cool that you got the got the backing of the family too, because that kind of puts uh, you know she's got some investment now in it in her own mind. You know, so it's like, um, yeah, no, I mean, you know, I'm more of the money person, so yeah. But I'm just saying, like uh, emotion. Yeah, she wants to make sure that you know money's still safe, and but yeah, she's definitely given me the kind of the go ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying more like emotionally, like she's going to be asking and and maybe even like, you know, event hopefully eventually even like clicking on it and going, where's this at today? <laughs> you know, like, um, no, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I look at it so much. She's like, what are you doing over there? She doesn't want to see any. She doesn't want to see any of it. <laughs> I like go to the show or something. She's like, she's always like under impressed. She's like. But that's not more. Or, you know. <laughs> Come on. That's funny. <laughs> like, I work hard at this. She's always like, wait, I thought we had this. And now I got to like explain it to her. So it's like, it's always like, okay. She just lets me do my thing. And I do it. And I spend too much time on it. She's like, you need to come over here and hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would know nothing. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, that's funny. Well, one day, one day again soon, right? I mean, yeah, 
No, that I think that's a man. If I would have been into crypto five years ago or whatever, it's like it would. I think oh, my man. my marriage would have probably ended a lot quicker too. So <laughs> <laughs> it was just it's pretty much video games and uh, and uh, yeah. I don't know. It's like the amount of time, time we spent on video games if we were researching crypto would be like way further ahead right now. Isn't that crazy? I'd, I'd have that thought. Maybe, you know, maybe, right? It's yeah, but, uh, you know, I can, I mean, it, it's all, everybody can do that. You know, you look back and you're like, oh, man, I should have done this, should have done that. But, you know, you just take the the best example I got is, you know, I took 2500 bucks out of uh my 401k to buy silver i think when my daughter was born so it's 10 years now mm-hmm. and i bought 2500 bucks of silver right and that silver's luckily still there but it's mm-hmm. really i bet you it's even lost a couple dollars since i bought it yeah you know, like I, I don't know if i must have probably bought at the high when silver was high 10 years ago but then mm-hmm. i i've sat there and you know tortured myself and went okay what was the what was bitcoin at 10 years ago if i right. would if i would have bought 2500 dollars of uh, bitcoin back then and it's like yeah. oh shit dude <laughs> it's pretty pretty ridiculous it's like i think it was hindsight clear day isn't it it is it's just you know you you look back i it's just to me it's one of those things of you know it's a validation uh of crypto to me you know, where you look back, you know, it's it's done nothing but gained value where these more, um, you know, maybe if the world ended tomorrow, I'd at least have silver to trade for food or whatever, right? Yeah. But, you know, we're, you're not going to really get that with crypto, but, you know, that's a... Uh, but, you know, back in the... I don't know if I would have been as gung-ho as I, you know, back in the day as I am now because of, you know, I guess the longevity it's had, the use case, the project. I think, you know, back then I would have been harder to convince of mm. why. And, you know, we talked about it in the IT shop a number of times back in the day, you know, four, five, six, seven years ago. We talked about it year over year for probably three or four years. Mm. It was mo- mostly like a, you know, this is, you know, we can't believe that it's going to do anything. Hmm. More, more than what it is. It's already, you know, eight, twenty, forty, sixty, hundred bucks. Nah, I don't know. Nah, too complicated. Got too much crap going on. So you just kind of, I don't know. We, it did cross our path, but maybe my, you know, I didn't think like I do now. Yeah, and so. I, th- I think the only reason I even knew about. Um, you know, Bitcoin back then was the kind of the, I used to listen to these, uh, they were like libertarian anarchist type podcast. And they would mm-hmm. always be talking about silver and, um, you know, when they would go do their conventions or whatever, they would have a booth set up where you could trade Bitcoin for like, you know, a, a piece of pizza or Bitcoin for, uh, you know, a hot dog or whatever. You know, and this was, you know, Bitcoin was like 60 bucks a coin and all that stuff. And they would, you know, and it was just, I don't know, it was pretty interesting. And I don't know if uh, you remember the, so like, uh, I don't know how much longer you got to talk, but 
this, this, uh, it's, I got a crazy story cause mm-hmm. I, uh, it's probably five years ago. I've been, I got into magic, the gathering, the card game. Right. Yeah. I remember you talking about that. And, uh, maybe I've already told you this whole story maybe, but it, I've heard the story, but I've heard you say you, you, you yeah, magic. I got into it. And so when was the Mount that, uh, Mount Gox hack for Bitcoin where there's like, there was some some hack for Bitcoin where it was one of the only the biggest exchanges in the world for Bitcoin got hacked. I heard about that. I don't remember. Yeah, I could uh, I could probably I could probably wasn't Google it. Like China or something or somewhere not wasn't it in like Asia somewhere? It was. It they they weren't in the U.S. Mount Gox hack 2014. Okay, okay. so. 2014, uh, see, uh, after hacker allegedly used credentials from Mt. Gox's auditors, blah, 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 and transferred a large amount of Bitcoins to himself. So Mt. Gox was a website that you could trade your Magic the Gathering cards. You would basically send them in, and then they would credit your account after they received the cards, they would credit your account Bitcoin. And I'm, I'm assuming it was because it was in a foreign foreign country, so they couldn't do dollars or whatever. And uh, so there was like tons of uh, Bitcoin on this exchange, considered basically an exchange. And when you end up doing the, um, you know, you, it's, it's spelled M-T-G-O-X. Is and that's I always say Mount Gox, but it's it's M T G O X, and when you that's Magic the Gathering online or Magic the Gathering O X. So uh, I don't know, it's exchange some sort. But it, it, the fascinating thing was, uh, you know, I only I found out about Magic the Gathering basically through that that hack. You know that mm-hmm. otherwise I would have never even. You know, and I still didn't really know what it was okay. until I started playing, you know, five years, four years ago or whatever, which was after 2014. And then it kind of it all clicked together for me where I was like, whoa, that's what that was all about. You know, because I, for some reason, I didn't put two and two together. But it's just funny how the the weird, and that's probably the internet there, the, the weird uh, coincidences that happen, you know, where you kind of put them together later. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know now I, I definitely like uh, Magic the Gathering. It's pretty fun stuff. But you know, when the, all that happened, it's just funny to me the how you know I'm like into Magic the Gathering. I'm not really playing anymore, but I'm into Magic the Gathering, and I was into Bitcoin, but I never bought any. And how <laughs> how those two things kind of came together without me even really knowing it or being you know involved. Right. But uh, I don't know. It's just kind of fascinating. It. it Makes me, I, I, yeah, I just think back, like, what was I doing, you know, in 2014 and 15, and I was pretty much playing video games. I don't think there was anything, uh, anything I, I was running the kids around, yeah. working, you know, working yeah. on the house. I don't know. Yeah, no, so. pretty much, pretty much video games and weed. That's pretty much it. <laughs> I mean, I, you definitely, I definitely had little kids, but still, it's like, you know, Anyway, I just 
it's one of those things where you think about, like you said, the amount of time that you uh, possibly, you know, I would think I consider wasted, you know, playing mm-hmm. video games, but I guess you hey, can't. It was, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah, I don't know. I played it for a while, basically, and then I had kids, you know, I had the kids, and then I played them. I still played them for a bit. I like, I really like um, strategy games, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of build your build your armies and go fight people like what starcraft was a good one yeah um command and conquer oh yeah empire earth age of empires those kind of starcraft yeah <laughs> but those kind of faded off probably i don't know 10 years ago I, I did some of the first person shooters for a bit but when the kids got to a certain age i just kind of stopped playing i guess i don't know yeah i i know i stopped playing too i don't I actually would. I I kind of am mad sometimes because I I want to play. I'll I'll go on Steam and download something, and I you know the kids are only here every other weekend, so I got every other weekend to like basically do what I want to do. Right. And, uh, kids weekend. Yeah. What's that? The kids this weekend. Yeah, it's the we're going to a birthday party tomorrow. Gage turned six, so my my little guy's six. Right on. So that's pretty fun, and but there'll be times where I'm like, ah, I'm gonna download a video game and play it. And I download it and sit down and start playing. I'm all pumped, and probably within twenty twenty minutes to a half hour, I'm like, oh, this fucking sucks. It's, <laughs> I, I can't even like my brain can't even do it anymore. It's really weird. It's pretty disappointing. <laughs> I did that on my last game too. I think it was Total War. I downloaded Total War on Steam or whatever, and I was playing it. I played like. A half a round or half a game, and I was like, uh, yeah, I can't play this anymore. Yeah, yeah, you, I think it's because maybe you get older, your time you realize how valuable time is sometimes, and you're just like, you know, like I could be doing something else, or I don't know what it is. Yeah, right now it's like I could just be doing crypto. Oh man, (laughs) that's awesome! Crazy. That's great yeah. though, dude. That's like it's it's a better video game, really, right there. That's awesome. Well, you know, yeah, it's money, and so you're, you know, you're trying to create your own future faster. I guess I don't know. Trying to retire for me, I'm just kind of trying to retire faster. So you know what I though? That, that would be awesome. You are doing that, but you're also, especially you, you're also. I honestly think, dude, that. You know, we talked about this last time mm-hmm. that it wouldn't take very much more effort for you to get a business card and start rolling a business up with this kind of thing. <laughs> you know, like I, you, you're on on this, uh, you know, this bleeding edge part, which is super important for people because, like, I, you know, like I, I kind of know what I'm doing, and I would still need to call you to figure out how to do Olympus or, you know, some of these, uh, you know. Pancake swap Binance uh, uh, exchanges, you know, like so. It's you know, there's a that's a that's a skill set that's going to be needed more and more in the future. Yeah, assuming it doesn't get simpler, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's just time, dude. There's lots of YouTube videos and lots of reading on stuff and trying to find the right information and then vetting that information too. Because I always don't take the first. Sometimes if I'm putting in certain information, I'm like, I don't take the first set of information. I got to go find it to where it's like, okay, verify that, verify that. Yeah. 
I'm being an IT person, I kind of get security conscious on stuff. So, you know, I'm always trying to verify. I'm always trying to be conscious about what I'm putting money into. I wonder if that's that might be helping you on this front because I I do the same thing. I watch hours of videos on how to buy. I've watched at least five different videos on how to buy Olympus, and I and I like. Okay, I got that. I got that. Okay, yeah, I know that. And if you told me to go buy some right now, there's no way I could. I'd have to go back to those videos again. Yeah, and you do that the first and second time, and now third time. You got. You can't just watch it. You actually got to do it too. Yeah. So once you find your video, you you freaking save that link, and then you then you got to go do it. Yeah, I don't know. It's true. But yeah. Binance is cheaper, so start on Binance. You need, to, you need, yeah, you need to start playing some of these altcoins because those games are going to be way faster, way better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I, I got I think I need to kind of, you know, I'll, I'll always keep. I'll never sell my Bitcoin, but you know, I, I think I need to start dipping into the more speculation and. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, as you put more money into it, or as you're, you know, doing stuff, yeah, keep your figure um, I'm going to take a quarter of what I got right now, figure out how to liquidate whatever, you know, on your, because that's all your, that's all you got. Move some of that word Binance and, you know, make some, make a few plays. I made plays for 50 bucks on Binance in early coin, just see what happens. And it went to like 250. So then I sold my 50 bucks out. And then, you know, maybe you get another 50 bucks and we play it. You know, you get used to it a little bit with a little money and then spend enough time in front of the chart. And you find projects that you get, and you find projects that you get behind, and you believe in, yeah. And you and you keep reaffirming that. And you know, I like to follow them on Twitter because they're, you know, as long as they're transparent and telling you what's going on, you feel mm-hmm. better. About it. I have some YouTube guys too. I go listen to that help me confirm why I should be holding a token or not. <laughs> some guys I trust, and you, know, you just keep reaffirming why you're in that project, and. I don't know. Just it just takes time to get used to, and there's a you know a learning curve. But you know once you get it, once you get to a certain point, then you get, start to get more comfortable with it. Massive learning curve, yeah. <laughs> Massive that that'd be a that'd be a good name for a crypto shows. Learning learning curve crypto. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Speaking of uh, speaking of video games, I got I got this one queued up too. This one should be funny here. Check this out. That looks terrible. What is that? It's an NFT. Oh, I mean, it looks valuable, right? Are you getting into the NFT space? Hundred percent, man. The NFT market is so hot right now. You're basically losing money if you're not spending all your money on NFTs. What's NFT stand for? Non fungible token. Probably. What's non-fungible mean? It means it's completely resistant to all fungicidal species. It's digital, so fungus just can't get to it because it's non-fungible. Sick. Did you see the latest CryptoPunk that dropped? Just sold for $6.8 million. Yeah, and worth every penny. So are NFTs basically things that look like garbage? No, it's more like (laughs) they're junk that looks like garbage. I can see why they're so valuable. Check out this NFT of the word test. It sold for $270,000. Oh my God. I can't believe that didn't sell for more, right? 
crazy low. What's your investment strategy for buying NFTs? Well, I just think, what is a piece of art that I would never buy that I think someone else would want to buy? And then I buy that. You're a purist when it comes to art. What's that? So how do NFTs actually work? When you buy an NFT, the transaction is recorded on the blockchain, which verifies that you are the true owner of the NFT. Well, how's the blockchain work? You know how a dolphin's uterus works? I didn't study marine biology for nothing. Well, it's like that. Except it works in more of a non-aquatic, nocturnal mammal kind of way. Oh, so it's the Ethereum blockchain. Exactly. It's all verifiable with no banks, government, or Bill Gates getting in the way. It's completely decentralizationized. Are you releasing any NFTs yourself? Does Biden shit in the woods? No, I think he shits in his pants. And you're gonna shit in your pants when you see the NFT I'm about to drop. Looks like a worthless <laughs> picture. Biden shits in his pants. <laughs> Yeah, once they, uh, I don't know, they're they're getting close on the NFTs as far as getting them more off the Ethereum stuff because uh, it'd be pretty cool to, um, you know, basically make anything valuable, you know, that's uh, digital, you know, like, uh, you know, I was just, I've, I've been wanting to try to get into the uh, Lightning Network for Bitcoin and, you know, try to have people stream donations to our podcasts or, Mm -hmm. or things like that. But it's, it's, uh, that's definitely a tough one too. I have to say, cause I've done a lot of research into that and it's not easy to, cause uh, I don't really even, I don't know. I, I don't have enough money to buy any NFTs. Uh, cause I don't know if they're, they have NFTs that are, uh, cheap. seems like everything's, you know, 800 bucks. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. it just depends on, you can go into like OpenSea and see all the NFTs out there. Yeah. There's cheaper, there's cheaper NFTs. You just have to see, but I mean, they have certain, certain people who put out a series of NFTs worth a lot of money. CryptoPunk, Bored Ape, um, you know, those are the two, I guess, most well known. Yeah. Bored Apes are a it could be more than crypto pumps. I don't know. I just, <laughs> both those, I've looked at them, you know, and it's crypto kitties, all these like, and I'm, and I just, I don't know. I don't really see, you know, I would pay, you know, I'd pay money to own the rights to like a, you know, Joe Rogan podcast or, you know, uh, no agenda podcast or something like that. That's, you know, has some, I don't know. I just, I look at a lot of those and I don't really even see how or why anybody would even want to buy it back from you type of thing. Right. That's, that's my thing. I, I, you know, I'm more looking at, you know, um, I do like some of the, the trading card, you know, sports trading card type of NFTs. Those seem kind of cool, mm-hmm. but, um, I don't know. A lot of those, I, I don't really understand the, the crypto punks and, uh, that kind of stuff. Cause it's, I don't know. I guess, I guess it's all collectible too, though, just like a card or a sports thing or something. But you don't know. So basically, you know, I mean, people who like them like them, and I guess if you're going to get an NFT that's worth money, I guess, like you said, you're going to buy something that you don't, you're not going to want, but you think somebody else wants. Hmm. Or maybe you want it for a profile or something, you know. But OpenSea has 
bunch of NFTs you can go buy for cheap. But a lot, of, you know, I don't know. Hmm. I've been if you go on to Twitter and you you know you're following the right people, people give a give away NFTs. I've I've signed up for a few. Somebody hmm. just posted about they're giving away a board eight NFT worth a certain amount. So you just retweet. So I retweeted. And wait, you retweet and tag two people. So I'll retweet and tag two people. That's fine. And you get entered to win a board eight NFT or you know. Yeah. There's lots of stuff on Twitter if you're following the right people that they do giveaways and stuff. No doubt. Yeah, I, I guess I don't know. You were talking um, porno stuff <clears throat> before, and like even that, I see value in you know something like that. Or, they uh, do. There was a there was a whole series they just put out. Triple X or XXX Nifty just put out yeah. a series of what looked like crypto punks, but they're basically girl, you know, with their boobs hanging out and she's smoking a cigarette or something. And is it all uh, pixelated? It's all- yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, see, I guess it's the pixelated part I don't really, I don't understand. Like, you know, if it was an awesome, uh, awesome porn video or something like that, or a, you know, naked photo shoot of a they're doing hot that, chick. They're, they're doing that too, don't get me wrong. That, them, that kind of stuff like, I could almost see value in, you know, where it's like you're, you're one of, you know, a thousand people that own this, and they're, yeah. you know, there's never going to be this out here again, but... I guess, uh, like like I was saying, it's just all a collectible thing, so I don't know. Absolutely. But, uh... Anyway, cool. Cool, man. You got, uh, got any other tips or uh, things you're thinking about, or you have much... No, uh, no I just... I, uh, I actually just bonded some more Hector. You just what? I just bonded some more hex hex out. Huh. I was uh I've been testing the bonding so I, while we were here I moved some more money in there and I bonded at a high percentage. I think it was I think I got nineteen percent huh. bonding. So if you bond like on hex basically you're buying the stock or you're buying the heck at a discount, which was almost like thirty dollars off the current price. But you gotta hold it for five days. And so, yeah, <laughs> huh. you're, getting, you're getting a certain percentage back, and then then you got to move that heck over to the staking, and then you stake. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm putting a little bit into heck right now. Nice, <laughs> multitasking. I like it <laughs> because I'm kind of I'm feeling heck, and I feel like I don't know. Yeah, man. Why not? Why not? Yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good motto for crypto. Why not? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Why not? Don't put in more than you're willing to lose. Get get faith in the project so you feel good about it, so it feels less like a gamble and more like an investment that you're confident in. And then you'll sleep better at night. So you know, do mm. the research. Do the research. Yeah. Or if you have enough money and you feel like, you know, you want to jump in on something, or maybe you just have a little bit, you want to jump in on something because, you know, you just feel it, just be careful on what you put in. Yeah. And the more confidence you gain in the project, the more you probably want to put in because you, know, you have confidence. Cool, man. Definitely uh, good stuff. I'm going to I'm gonna be looking into that, um, uh, what did you call it, the... 
The Hector? No, the the new stuff. Recently added. There you go. Recently, recently added, added, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah look at recently added on that. Look at that every couple of days. Check stuff out. Stuff comes out in the morning. I'm usually up at like 5, 5.30. Sometimes I get up before my alarm. Guys, <laughs> either like, dude, 5 o'clock. Dang man, yeah, you're not messing around. Do you? Did you do your your whole strong? Did you take a day off to do that whole process? Or I did it Sunday morning. Dang man, Sunday is the best time because people are like you know not trading as much, and so the Ethereum prices are down. And then also because the Ethereum prices are down, it seems like strong usually takes a hit on Sunday morning, so you can get in at a cheaper price. That had to be a, a rush, huh? It was a, it was a rush. <laughs> I bought a new laptop, so I could just trade my, my strong and home on it. And that's my strong home laptop. Uh, dang, you went all in then. Yeah, you got a, a new hardware and everything for it. I love it. That's awesome. Damn. With a new wallet, too. I created a new wallet. It was all fresh just for these, yeah, just wow. for that stuff. Amazing, dude. Impressive. You're a, you're an inspiration, Corb. So <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Hey, for- you know what? You got me started. So. <laughs> Come on. If I lose everything, I'm coming to your house. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, um, it wasn't me, man. That was, uh, that was Twitter. It wasn't me. But, uh, it was Twitter. Uh, but cool thanks for uh bsing and stuff again we'll do it again soon yeah that was good all right man. all right brother take it easy all right later All right. Thanks again for everybody listening to this point. Uh, thank uh, Corbin for joining me again. Uh, it's a pleasure to talk to that guy. It's pretty fascinating. He's um, He's gone off the deep end, I think. But uh, that's kind of where I want to be. I want to be on the deep end. So um, please, uh, please go ahead and... Give me a email shout out. I was going to look it up real quick here. Give me one moment. All right, so it is Tyrone. T-Y-R-O-N-E, Tyrone at levelup-crypto.com. You can email me there um, and uh, ask any questions or give some comments and uh, give some tips. If anybody wants to come on the show, you can go ahead and uh, leave a message there on that uh, email, and I'll try to remember to check it. Uh, I'm in the process of getting... uh, website going with the same um, name uh, www.levelup 
levelup-crypto.com. And once again, the email is tyrone at levelup-crypto.com. And, uh, yeah, let's, let's get in contact and, um, man, let's get that crypto guys. It looks like, uh, this is something that's not going to go away. We're, um, we're in the, in the beginning phase of something pretty incredible here. And I hope it, I hope it doesn't get, you know, stunted or freaked out by any, uh, stupid government, uh, bottlenecks because that seems like what they want to try to do so we we got to all get in this game and then once we're all in it's they won't be able to stop it so anyway uh yeah if you want to come on the show or bs uh definitely leave leave some uh leave a message on that email and uh i did find out that there already is a level up crypto on twitter without the dash so if uh I want to say sorry to that guy. Uh, I did not uh, know that there was a level up crypto already, but I put a dash in the middle of mine. So hopefully uh, (laughs) it won't be that big of a deal. Uh, Anyway, so thanks everybody for listening and we'll, uh, we'll try to get another episode out soon. And uh, hopefully you got some value out of this. If you did, please go ahead and donate. I'll leave my, all my uh, crypto addresses down there and um, mainly just uh, as I always say in my other show, which is good times culture podcast. If anybody's looking for some offensive um, ranting, that's my, my buddy uh, mutt dog, his, his rants and and my rants. Uh, We try to try to change culture over there. We don't talk about crypto, but we talk about uh, news and politics and that kind of stuff. But uh, definitely um, hit us up over there, too. Uh, It should be all on Spotify and all the other uh, channels and ways to get it. But um, once again, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, I'll be back uh, hopefully next week. is my audience deep inside gay swiss power cologne who knew you could bottle the scent of boner